I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth in Mission. San Francisco voters passed Proposition C in 2018. It's a measure that taxes San Francisco's biggest companies to fund services for the homeless. It's been a bumpy road for Prop C. It faced opposition that divided city leaders and tech companies, and eventually it got tangled in a lawsuit, which tied up funds for years. Now that's over, and $800 million, that's right, $800 million has been freed up for San Francisco to invest in its growing homelessness problem. Combined with other federal and local funding, the price tag on the city's homelessness budget is over $1 billion. Chronicle reporter Trisha Thadani is here to discuss how all that money will be spent and what the stakes are for San Francisco. Later, we'll hear from Shireen McSpadden, the new director of San Francisco's Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing. She's at the helm of the department that will benefit the most from this budget, and she joins me to talk about what's different about this moment for San Francisco, even as the city's spending on homelessness has boomed in recent years. Let's start with Trisha Thadani. Trisha, can you remind us what Proposition C was and how it became the major source of this unprecedented homelessness investment? Proposition C was a business tax that was proposed in 2018. Um, It was crafted by the city's homelessness advocates. Um, And it was probably one of the most contentious ballot measures that we've had in San Francisco in a while. Um, it since it was a business tax, um, it really riled up a lot of people in the city's uh, you know chamber of commerce. Um, they were worried how layering another business tax on the city would impact um, the city's businesses and people who wanted to have their headquarters and operate here. So it pitted the business industry against um, the city's homelessness advocates, who said it was a moral imperative to be adding more resources um, into this issue. Uh, One of the most notable opponents um, of this tax was Mayor London Breed, who now, three years later, is arguably going to benefit the most from it. And remind us again, how much money is this and where is it all coming from? So in a normal year, Prop C, which is which taxes the gross receipts on, on large corporations, um, it'll collect about $250 million to $300 million for homelessness services. But as soon as that tax passed in 2018, um, it got tied up in a lawsuit. Um, so essentially, the city was collecting all this money from these companies, but wasn't able to spend it. Um And so finally, uh, last year, that money got freed up. So now we just have this flood of money from Prop C that we can finally use. Um, So this year, we have uh, about $800 to spend from Prop C. But that's, you know, that's a lot more than what we'll have in a normal year. What are the priorities of Proposition C spending all this money? You know, what have they decided they're going to use it for? What makes this ballot measure unique is it has really strict buckets of how this money can be spent. So, uh, for example, at least 50 percent has to go to to housing resources. So that includes building new units, acquiring buildings or acquiring rental vouchers for people. Um, You know, another percentage has to go to mental health beds and drug treatment and stuff like that. So the priorities are pretty much embedded in that and are reflective of the priorities of city leaders and advocates as well. And, you know, Mayor Breed was initially hesitant to support Proposition C. In 2018, she said the city was already spending a lot of money. That was about $300 million. And now it's jumping up to about a billion dollars. How has her attitude changed? And is she still concerned about 
the size of this huge bucket of money? When I asked Mayor Breed about this um, a couple of days ago, she pretty much echoed her sentiments in 2018. Um, while she said that she's happy to have the money, uh, her quote was, I don't leave money on the table. Mm -hmm. um, she did say she was still concerned about how um, uh, layering yet another business tax or having another business tax on um, in the city would make it harder for businesses to operate. Um, and another thing she mentioned, um, which she also did in 2018, was how she worried that if San Francisco was dramatically expanding homelessness services, but the surrounding areas weren't at the same time, it would essentially attract more homeless people to the city. Now, the last time that the city did a tally on the number of homeless people we have in San Francisco, this question came up of where was the last place that you were housed um, before you became homeless? And 70% of those people said that the last place that they were housed was in San Francisco, which suggests that that concern that people are basically magnetized to San Francisco because of our services doesn't exactly bear out. We know that San Francisco has dedicated and increased the amount of money it's, it spends on addressing homelessness for years now. Do you get a sense that there's something different about Proposition C funding? Yeah. So the core tenant of Prop C um, is to not be a Band-Aid. Um, over the last couple of years, um, advocates say the way that we've been investing has been on these short-term reactive solutions. So, you know, increasing shelter beds, uh, for example, like while that's great, while that's needed, it's not doing anything to sort of lift people out of homelessness. Um, so the, pers the perspective with this Prop C money is that um, it is to be spent on things that will be sort of long-term solutions. So rental vouchers to help people, you know, subsidize um, their apartments, um, you know, building and acquiring new units of housing. Um, another big thing about it is a lot of money from Prop C has to go in or has to go into homelessness prevention. So that's like eviction defense, um, you know, helping people problem solve, stuff like, stuff like that. So it, what makes this different um, or you know, what's supposed to make this different? Well, we see, obviously start seeing the impacts um, in a couple of years. But what's supposed to make this different is that it's really focusing on preventing people from becoming homeless in the first place. And when you get people off the streets, helping them stay off the streets. And you mentioned long-term solutions or an outlook on the issue. Have you talked to unhoused residents? Uh, you know, they have immediate issues and challenges that need to be addressed. How are they feeling about this sudden influx of all this money. The frustration here is that um, even though we have this huge influx of money, it's not going to change things overnight. That's just the reality of how um, of how this works. The city's homelessness system and the homelessness department has been, you know, underfunded, understaffed, overwhelmed for years. Um, and in order to sort of scale that up, make these hires, that's going to take some time. Um, so Unfortunately, even though like we have all this money, um, it might be frustrating for some people, especially those who are on the streets and want the housing and need the housing and resources now. Um, they're just going to have to wait a little bit longer until the city can sort of get, um, you know, get this in motion. So what makes what San Francisco is investing in homelessness right now, how is that different than maybe what other cities are doing? What makes Prop C particularly different and notable in San Francisco is that one, um, it's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. uh, two, it's an ongoing source of revenue that the city can plan for every year. So it's, we mm -hmm. can make long-term 
investments. You know, we can we can acquire a building, um, we can hire staff, and we know that there will be a source of funding to sort of keep that going long term. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing is that in other other cities that have made big investments like this, they're usually really targeted toward one thing. So either it's you know let's um, pour money into our shelter system or into our housing system. What makes this different is with Prop C. Um, like I was saying earlier, there's these buckets that you have to, that money has to go into every single year. So each year we're going to get money into being able to build and acquire more housing, being able to, you know, fund eviction defense, fund these street crisis teams. So it's just what makes it really unique is just sort of the reliability of the of these resources. It's not like we've been spending a negligible amount of money on on homelessness, but with this kind of investment and um especially that it is taxpayer money that came from a pretty hard-fought campaign um, and also a lawsuit. And so it's overcome a lot and we've we've had to fight for this money um, and now we have it. So, you know, all eyes are on, on what impact this is going to have. So the stakes are super high. Trisha, thank you very, very much for talking about it with me. Thank you for having me. After a break, Shireen McSpadden will join me. She's the new director of San Francisco's Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing, and we'll hear her thoughts on what this huge budget expansion means for her department. You're listening to Fifth and Mission. You can support this show and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Shireen McSpadden, you are the new director of San Francisco's Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So this department that you run now, it was created in 2016, but it's struggled to make substantial progress in the past, even though budgets have expanded before. How can San Francisco taxpayers feel confident that the department can now handle this really large amount of money from Proposition C? Right. Well, that's a great question, Cecilia. Thank you. And I think one of the things that I've noticed in the in the in just the few months that I've been with the department is how incredibly under-resourced it is. And I think that, you know, it struggled a little bit in the beginning and was, of course, hit with a lot of mandates to get people housed and do some of the other things that it needs to do. And you know, it's really struggled as the budget has grown to be able to um, provide the infrastructure needed to make all of the things happen that need to happen. One of the really exciting things about the mayor's two-year two year budget, along with the Prop C dollars, um, the RCDR home dollars, is that we are now going to have funding to really build out that infrastructure and really build out the homelessness response system the way it needs to be built out. And that includes beginning with building the infrastructure of the department. I've seen staff who are very, very committed and very open and very compassionate about homelessness and really wanting to serve people and get them into housing. And they've struggled with many hours of overwork, um, you know, definitely systems problems where we don't have staff in the right places at the right times. Mm -hmm. We've had turnover because of this workload issue. And we are now, because we're we are now seeing a 62% growth since 1920 mm -hmm. in our budget, we are now going to have an opportunity to really effect change within the department, which ultimately will make us more effective at getting people into housing and really moving the needle in San Francisco. 
Mm-hmm. You just named workload as part of the improvements that you want to you know, make. What are some of the other major improvements you want to make in the department? Well, I think there are, um, I, one of the things I'd like to do, and I think this I think this may actually go back to the understaffing as well, is really improve the communication within our department um, internally as well as externally. And I'd really like to work on the relationship that we have with our community providers and the people we're serving. And I think, you know, some of the, the lack of communication is definitely an artifact of the fact that we've been understaffed. Um, mm-hmm. that we haven't necessarily been able to make investments in the right places. The other thing that I think is really critical is we are operating on a strategic framework that was developed in 2016 and that was, you know, meant to to take us um, into the future or at least, in, you know, for a few years. And we're now at the end of that process and we are poised to start a new strategic planning process. And I'm really excited about coming in at this point with Mm -hmm. new resources, um, with the ability to build up the infrastructure within the department and really to engage the community. And when I say community, I don't just mean, um, you know, our community providers. I mean, people with lived experience. I also mean housed residents of San Francisco. I mean, the different districts and the board of supervisors and the mayor's office working together along with some of the other key departments that really also feed the homelessness response system. So I see it as our city's plan and not just the homelessness department's plan. Um, we right. don't own it by ourselves. This is a citywide prob- uh, problem, citywide um, challenge, and we all need to work together to solve it. And what have we learned about what works in addressing homelessness and how has that been prioritized in Proposition C spending? Well, one of the one of the things that the Prop C committee did and, and did a really good job of is they spent a lot of time looking at best practices across the country. Um, mm-hmm. They had some really key individuals on the committee who are who are very focused on that. They also spent a lot of time doing community engagement. And so you know, while I think we need, we as a city, as a city agency need to do that process, you know, we need to do that in our own way as well. They gave us some really valuable information and they got some really valuable information from community members across the city and made some strong choices based on that. And I think it's, it's really telling um, that the Prop C committee and the mayor and our department were able to come together and get a very high level of alignment on that funding. And so mm-hmm. that to me means they did their work very well um, and we are benefiting from it as, as a city agency, but also as a city. What do you feel most optimistic or excited about in terms of the priorities that are being made that is different than what's been done before? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just the sheer number of the, the sheer expansion that our city, our home funding allows us. Our housing investments will create 2,500 to 3,000 new housing placements over the mm-hmm. next two years for, for adults, families, and transitional-age youth, which is huge. Um, I think we're just going to see unprecedented levels of, of funding that is going to, in turn, pr- provide housing for people. And yes, we've had this, but we haven't had it at this level. Um, we're also going to spend, be able to spend a lot more on prevention, and that includes things like subsidies, um, behavioral health and clinical services, what we call problem solving. I mean, 
you know, I think this new funding allows us to pull all of the resources that we need together to help people. You know, it's, it is housing. We have, we are housing first city. We believe very deeply that people can't really, um, improve their lives without housing. It's so basic a need. And yet we mm-hmm. also know that they need other things in order to either retain that housing or to be engaged to accept housing in the first place. And so this is our chance to bring those services together in packages that make sense um, to really, for each person to really move the needle on each person's experience. And then overall to move the needle on homelessness across the city. It's a $1 billion price tag, which is so much money that's at stake. Uh, The department that you run is also one of the few that doesn't have oversight. So how are you thinking about measures of success and what progress will look like? And how will that be communicated to SF residents and taxpayers who will care about this issue so much? So one of the things I want to say is that I am also impressed with what this department and what the city has done with respect to homelessness. We don't tell the story very well, unfortunately. And one of the things that we're really working on here right now is building up our capacity to tell our story and to really track the data in the way that we need to. And, you know, one of the keys to this, and I did this in the last department I was in, was is really learning how you use metrics to show success. And, you know, we have a new system called the one system where we're really able to to put data into one place. And that's actually also fairly new for this department. And, you know, we're really working on building up our planning capacity and, and um, data reporting capacity so that we can get information out to the public the way it needs to go. We know that people really want to see what is the change on the street. And it's not just, um, you know, people who are housed or businesses that want to see that. People who are homeless want to feel that. And people mm-hmm. who are homeless within their own families or who are older or who, who are transitional age youth, I mean, people need housing. They want to feel like the system's working for them. And we want to know that it is. And so we're working very hard on understanding how to how to use outcomes, how to track them, and then how to share them with the public. And that means the public um, in all of the ways that you think about public stakeholder groups and individuals. And San Francisco is a leader in so many ways. And I know other cities that struggle with homelessness may be looking at the city to see how they spend the budget. This feels like a very big moment for San Francisco. Do you feel that way as well? I do. I feel like this is a really good opportunity for San Francisco. Um, I feel like people have put all the building blocks in place to make it successful, and now we just need to make that happen. I think, um, you know, while people struggle with, the department has struggled with with being under-resourced, um, the public has struggled to see the change that they would like to see, and our community providers have, have struggled with this department. I think that, you know, everybody is is well-intentioned and has worked really hard to put those building blocks in place. And our city, our home dollars are a piece of that, but they're a big piece of it. And they're really going to help us get to the next level. It's a lot of money. I know a very important responsibility that keeps you really busy. So I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me about it. Well, thank you very much, Cecilia. It's been a pleasure. 
I'd like to thank my guests. Shireen McSpadden is the director of San Francisco's Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing. And Trisha Thadani is the Chronicle's City Hall reporter. You can find Trisha's story about Proposition C online now at sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. Special thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode and to you for listening. Thank you.